Howdy, folks. Welcome back to Reading Hell Hostage. My name's Blue, and I love to read. And my name's Justin, and I freaking don't like that. It's just not for me. Just not for you? No. It's okay. You're kind of a lame loser, though. What? Only big, strong, buff people read. Uh, I'm pretty big and, and buff, and I don't read, so it's kind of, that's not true. <laughs> Um, today, Justin, we are going to start Breaking Dawn, and this is our third part of Breaking Dawn. It kind of feels like it's moving really fast. Yeah. For me, at least. How are you feeling? How many more parts would you estimate? Three. Three more? Okay. That's not what I wanted to hear, but... It's not what I want to hear either. Steph was like, I don't know, let's make the last book literally like 29 chapters, when the first three were like 30, maximum. I meant 39. Did I say 39? Yeah, you said 30. You said 29. I meant 39. So it's been a lot. It's kind of boring. Um, But today, what I think we're going to do is go from we're going to finish up Jake's perspective and we're going to hop back into Bella's. My good friend, Jake. And if you've seen the movies. I have not. But you know what's going to come. Razzle Dazzle. Yeah. The old Razzle Dazzle is going to pop out and Jacob. Is gonna done does his uh, imprint on a literal newborn. I'll have a lot to say about that. (laughs) Is it? Does he watch watch her coming out? Like hell yeah! No, no. We'll we'll go through it, but that's gonna happen. Unfortunately for all of us, I don't want that to happen. Do you want that to happen? No. No. I was thinking back about when we were doing the Warrior Cats podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the, the first 10 episodes are Warrior yeah, Cats, yeah, yeah. nine. You know, the podcast about Warrior Cats. hmm And we didn't talk about a lot of fucked up shit in those books. You thought they were bad. They were bad. Yeah. But they didn't have the uh, needs for trigger warnings like we do now. Yeah, that's true. They were, like, kind of bloody and stuff. Yeah. And those next couple chapters are going to be bloody because, you know, she's going to give birth and that's never pretty. Birth. Birth. Birthday. It's going to be her birthday. Birthday. Um, But yeah, I think we should just get into it. Let's because you've got ice cubes again. No. Justin was like, no, I don't want to talk about her drinks. I was like, maybe you shouldn't have gotten again a metal cup with a bunch of ice cubes in it. So I'm drinking a regular Seltzy. I opened it up today. Fresh. Pop the bubbles out of it, <laughs> and now I'm drinking a seltzer. So a flat seltzer. It will soon be flat, yeah. Okay, so it's raspberry flavored. Flavored water. Yeah, with alcohol in it. What are you drinking? Uh, old fashioned again. Okay. Are you ready? Tell me what happened last time. Started eating cream cheese. No, in the book. Oh, okay. Go ahead. What? What happened last time in the book? It's like butter, but cheese. Justin, what happened in the book? Oh. Um, I'm huffing and puffing, man. Yeah. I'm getting a new co-host. Yeah? Yeah. One that pays attention. At least a little bit. Pays attention at least like, I'm not asking for much. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really not. Jacob left his pack Mm -hmm. because he's the alpha. And he's so buff now. And he was already pretty buff. And, um, the little one and the sister joined him. Seth and Leah. Mm-hmm. And we learned that Leah has sad backstory. Yeah. Edward wants to die. And Bella's pretty fucking chill. She's actually really not that bad. Yeah, she's chilling with it. Well, I mean, she's got like the pregnancy hormones too. And I imagine with this magic world, they're like way more intense. Would you say hormones? What? Like no. Pregnant, pregnant oh, okay, scene. I got you. Yeah. No, I wouldn't Hormones. actually. I wouldn't. Hormones. But we're starting today on chapter 15. So Jacob is back at the house because last time around, do you remember he went looking for somebody to fall in love with and he didn't? Do you remember that? No, I don't. Oh my. And was that what happened last? Or I don't. Yeah, I, that doesn't. I don't. That doesn't ring a bell to you at, at all. At all, at all. But. Okay. That's because that didn't happen yet. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So I was right about one so thing. So will you edit that out? <laughs> no, I'm not editing that out. That's staying in. Blue Let me figure whoopsie. out where he was. Are you kidding me? You know how much Twilight I have in my brain right now? It's like 
one part work, one part Twilight, ten parts crochet. Yeah, pretty much. Blue, oh, okay. Blue has decided to make, uh, what, five giant blankets? Two, three. Don't say who they're for. For Christmas? Yeah, for for the holiday season, I've been asked to make three. Um, I didn't measure them, but they're significant. They're big. Yeah, they're not little throw blankets, for sure. No, they should be big enough for, like, a queen to king size bed. Oof. Yeah. So okay. big crocheting. I remember where we were. Okay. Um... The, like, what's it, Jared, Colin, and them were talking to Jake. Talking to Jake. What does it mean, Jared? So Jake comes back to the house, and there's a bunch of clothes that somebody laid out. And he's like, he's glad to have clothes, even though they're stinky vampire clothes, because he is homeless now. And he's like, kind. he's like, it's nice to have something to my name. Yeah. He enters the Collins house, and the room has changed already from the hospital-like room it was before to more of, like, an actual living room. Do you remember before it was, like... Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Bella's on the couch. She's, like, just covered in blankets like a burrito, which, like, 100%, I feel her. Um, Jacob's kind of uncomfortable with how, like, admiringly and lovingly she looks at him. And, like, Edward can hear, like, this whole thing going on in Jacob's head, and he's kind of, like... Yeah, like, I too am uncomfortable with that. You know, like, there's, like, a lot of, like, looks in this round. And Edward had heard the whole, like, talk between the packs. And because he's getting a lot more familiar with Jacob and Jacob's mind. So Bella's worried about how sleepy Jacob looks. Goes to sleep outside. He's a little dog. Little sleepy dog. He goes to sleep outside before he like makes fun of Rosalie like a lot because Why? she's blonde, like blonde jokes. Him and Rose are not like kind to each other. Rose is really mean to him too. Yeah, but still. Is it because she's racist? I don't think she's racist. She's she, pretty old. She could easily, they all could easily be super racist. Yeah, but as we know, being born in the times does not give you the excuse to be racist. No, it doesn't. But I mean, fucking Jasper. It's was a higher a, probability. It is a higher probability. And Jasper was a f- flipping. Oh, we're not supposed to curse for YouTube's. <laughs> was a Confederate soldier. Yeah. You know. How far are we in? About eight minutes. I think we're fine now. Right? Yeah, we can say fuck. <laughs> <gasps> Poo. Oh, blue. Catch that was that way worse than what I said. Um. Edward has come to speak to Jacob on Esme's behalf because she feels absolutely terrible about the hardships that, you know, her family has unwillingly put them through, such as, like, the homeless part. He offers them, like, really good human food. He, from his understanding via the thoughts that he can hear, is that Leah doesn't like to eat in wolf form. And they also have clothes and lots of other stuff to offer them. She has another salad and is about to throw it on the fucking floor if you don't take it rose he asked edward asked jacob to not consider his pack without the benefit of a home which i think is pretty sweet what that sentence was just phrased weird i know that's how it was in the book too but you get it like he's like you guys aren't homeless before as long as we're together my heart's your home Edward doesn't have a heart. Well, he does, but it doesn't beat. I feel the heart beat to the beat of the gun. Remember that? The song? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I don't want to say the, like, Skateland vibes. What? Okay. I'm oh, Castle. Okay. Well, I didn't want to dox ourselves by saying the whole name of the thing. Okay. So We don't live there anymore. <sighs> um... We don't live in Castle Skateland anymore. I wish I lived in Castle Skateland. Before uh, poor Sleepy, like he is sleepy. It's been like 50 hours since he sleeps, has slept. Bella yells and he goes back in because Carlisle has heard something crack and the baby has broken another bone or two. Mm-hmm. And then Jacob is too sleepy and he just like falls to the ground. Like, you know, when you're just like your body's like you're kind of done. His like legs start giving out and he slides to the ground mm. in the front room. And Alice joins him. She's been getting these headaches because she can't see the fetus, um, but hanging around Jacob makes them go away. So she's like, do you mind if I just like sit here? He's like, she's he's like, I literally could care less. I couldn't ask you to leave at this point either. And he falls asleep. And when he wakes up, Rose is there and he can smell lots of food. Seth is inside chilling with the vampires, eating like a really nice looking breakfast, which actually makes me really hungry. I'm actually kind of hungry. 
And Seth is like kind of cuddling, like has an arm around Bella because Bella got cold and Jacob's getting jealous for literally no fucking reason. Dude, he's just like, if they had a heating blanket, this wouldn't be happening. Literally. Like, someone, why don't they have a heating yeah, blanket? Yeah, someone That's run, a great run point, to tar- Target or Walgreens real quick. And <laughs> I guess they would have to go up to the nearest big city, but it's also like, and I bet that somewhere in that fucking town, little town there, and forks. Yeah, there's a heating blanket somewhere. I don't it's, know. It's on. It's in Washington. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like Targets barely have heating blankets. Like they only have the one. Yeah, but Amazon. You could have gotten Amazon. Jeffrey Bezos would give you a, a heating blanket. Yeah, for your vampire baby. Mm-hmm, He's probably thanks. got one running around somewhere, too. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jeff. It's a lie. No, he has a space one. That's why he's doing all the rockets. A space baby? Yeah, yeah. Um, this baby. <laughs> Seth is in new clothes, and Jacob's getting kind of fussy, but he's just going to go eat as a wolf. But before he leaves, Carl's like, hey, or Carlisle's like, hey, like, we need to go hunting. Like, what do we do? Um, I'm, like, really worried about you guys having the possibility of fighting your family, like, your other pack. So he's like, we really just want to avoid that as much as possible. Like, let us know where we can go. Yeah. Does that make okay. sense? So they're worried that they're going to run into the other werewolves. Yeah. So they're like, Carlisle's like, Jacob, we need to hunt, but we want to avoid your family. Can you, like, perimeter and How about check you where we can go? go in the opposite direction of literally like, okay, the tribes over there. We'll go south. We'll go the opposite way. It's not like like territories tend to be like a more or less circle type thing. It's yeah. not like it's like a one line forever. Yeah. It's like just go around the their territory. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like like they can tell where they are too, like yeah, through smell and and sound and whatever, yeah, vampire shit they got. Yeah, go the opposite. Literally, way. go the other way. Um, before Jacob leaves, Esme offers him some food, and he's really uncomfortable with her sweetness and hospitality. He's like, they're really impeding my ability to hate vampires. <laughs> um, and they're just like so nice. Bella wants him there, but he just like is way uncomfortable, so he decides to leave. Which is cool. Yeah, healthy choice, but still, he got jealous when Seth was, like, keeping Bella warm. It's like, fucking chill. Yeah. Chill. Again, a space heater. Yeah. Anything, like... (laughs) Chapter 15, Jacob's vibing alone before Seth, like, gets up, and Jacob starts thinking about how, like, it's good to just chill by himself, and how he's confused about how strange it is that Leah is not as terrible as he thought she was. He's just doing some introspection. So he just hated this bitch for no reason? Or? Yeah, duh! Everybody hated Leah for no reason. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, they had their reasons, but to me, it wasn't. Yeah, pretty much. Seth and Jacob, like, Seth wakes up and they start, like, they're thinking and talking about how the Collins have to go hunting because Carly has to get more medical equipment and they were planning on moving to a different house, but, like... The medical equipment can't be moved so rapidly. And Seth is just, like, so sweet and concerned about Bella, like, and her safety and all that. He just seems like a good dude. He really does. Because he's like, Jay, apparently the baby broke another one of Bella's ribs. And then Seth, like, enters, like, full report mode. Also, what is that baby doing so high up there? In the rib cage? Yeah. Yeah. He's, it's a big baby. Like, it's, like, not the size of a normal baby. What's that baby doing up there? Um, Seth enters report mode and tells Jacob that Bella was able to talk to Charlie, which freaks Jacob out because, like, they're like, why are we starting to talk to Charlie when we're going to kill Bella off here soon? Which makes sense. Yeah. And Seth is just, like, such a sweet boy. And he's like, it could be okay. Like, Bella might not die, which is just, like, I don't know. He's just such a good boy. Yeah. I just... Anyways, Jake argues with him that even if she doesn't die from the baby, she will eventually be turned into a vampire, which might as well be death. Which is technically true. Yeah. And Seth tells him that Bella has been asking for him at the house. And, you know, he arrives to the Cullen house and Bella is just like, okay. Bella Hadid? No, Bella Swan. Oh. Have you been picturing Bella Hadid this whole time? This whole time. Ugh. 
That's why the height differences didn't freak you yeah, out. Yeah, Because Bella I, Hadid is 5'10". Yeah. Oh, oh, clicky clack keyboard going off for some reason. I don't know why. 5'9". She's 5'9". Oh. Taller than Zac Efron. Taller than Zac Efron. Um... Edward's on the couch with his head in his hands. Esme is next to him comforting him because clearly something is wrong. Um, Rose is like a big bitch to Jacob and they have like general grouchiness. But Bella is like so fucking excited to see Jacob, which makes Jacob really uncomfortable. And he sits next to her on the couch and warms her up. And Again, being a space heater. Yeah. Not, not. Nothing more than that. Yeah. You're only close to her because she is cold. Yeah. And Alex... Alice suggests Rose. A lot of S's there for me. Take another one. Another one. Take another one from the top. Alice suggests Rose get Jacob something to eat. And Jake is uh, like... Uh, that wasn't very smooth. One more time. That's what you get. <laughs> and Jake is like, wow, she's totally going to spit in my food. And Alice is like, there is no way she would embarrass Esme by doing that. But Jacob like looks at Edward and he's like, you'll tell me if... She poisoned it, right? Mm-hmm. Just gives like a nod. He's like, yeah, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, yeah. Rose has the best fucking comeback because she brings him this like, you know, like a big ass metal mixing bowl, but she pulled the top down so it looks like a dog food bowl <laughs> and she scratched Fido into it <laughs> and she it has like steak and potatoes and he's just like, fuck yeah. He's like, this will piss her off even more and he eats it with his hands out of the bowl. He's like, yum, this is delicious, Rose. Thank you. Yeah. Which I think both of those responses are cute. Yeah. Um, They do small talk and Jacob asks how long until the babies do. And <laughs> they're like, no fucking clue, dog. Well, they no, have some clue. No fucking clue because it's been three weeks. <laughs> it's a fucking demon baby. Yeah. But Carlisle's a doctor and he loves science. Her belly is about 30 centimeters. Do you think he has a bumper sticker that says, I heart science? Oh, my God. I sure hope so. Yeah. Yeah. On his, like, whatever his fucking fancy ass car is. Yeah. His Volvo. He doesn't have a Volvo. What's the fucking point of doing this podcast if we're not going to talk about sexy Volvos? Sexty? Okay. Bella's belly is 30 centimeters. And she's been getting about two centimeters every day. And for some reason, they're like, they say it like it's complete fact and there's no other way around it. And as we know, for anybody who gives birth, Mm -hmm. you know, things can happen. You can go. Shit changes all the time. Yeah. So they they say that at about, you know, 38 to 40 centimeters is when you will be giving birth Mm. in like roundness of your stomach, which is the probably possibly the least accurate way I can think about doing that for sure like a hundred percent that doesn't feel right at all a hundred percent differently she has she's having a demon baby i mean people show different like differently from pregnancy to pregnancy yeah from multiples to singles like yeah like the same person will show different yeah it's oh what a bad (laughs) but i get that carlisle's like this is literally my only way to guesstimate yeah but that chucks down to her having about four more days. Okay. And he just, Jacob's just sitting there agonizing about how this is happening while Edward is reading his mind and also stressing. But Bella's very optimistic about the birth and her becoming a vampire. And she's glad Jacob's in there and she's like, everything is complete. My life is complete and my family is complete. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob gets mad because why wouldn't he? Yeah, it's it's kind of his his mo at this point. It's it's kind of his like whole situation. Like he is dealing with this pregnancy, mm-hmm. and it's kind of his like burden. Yeah, and something he's going through. Well, Justin, something we need to take into consideration is that men struggle with pregnancy too. Yeah, it's really hard for the men involved. It's really it's kind of the hardest for the men. Just just as hard, if not harder. Yeah. Well, your grin is just. (laughs) (laughs) The only reason I'm like thinking like maybe we should cut that out is because there's people who actually believe shit like that. I'm sorry, but people who give birth, strongest people out there, can't braver than troops. Honestly, where am I? It's like the only thing I can think of that's like something that like actually affects men with pregnancy is like sympathy weight yeah and that's the only thing i can think of yeah like 
I mean, yeah, there's... People who are assholes when they're pregnant, for sure. Mental health issues that come along with it just as... Well, not just as frequent as women. Frequently, but, but not just as yeah. frequent, yeah. But... No, it's, there's people uh, who believe as it. a pregnancy person mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit that can fuck you up yeah and reading anna the asshole reminds me that there are people who truly truly believe that but shit. physically and mentally it's like okay bella ends up falling asleep and jacob and edward talk and edward is like clearly so scared and worried and so is jacob but worried squirried edward tells him that bella is fully convinced that she will survive the delivery as a vampire but she's still wanting to see charlie afterwards which infuriates jacob and that would probably piss me off too because he's like an uncle to jacob but also like can't she turn oh no she She looks different she'll have red eyes you know like she'll move different her voice sounds different even yeah um where are we? Edward says that Jasper and Emmett have been doing research. Like, Just tell him you're doing meth. <laughs> Sorry, I, th- I got a meth addiction now. Well, she wouldn't have all of her teeth, probably. She got veneers. you making me lose my spot. <laughs> Jasper and Emmett have been doing research like crazy to figure out like what myths are for this type of thing. And Edward, so, so far, claims there have been no survivors. Um, like from the myths they've read, but also like, there has to be a good amount of cases of this. There's definitely what they say, like succubus, and then they have another warrior that I can't remember, but it's like more so a part of the feast. Mm. There's like the sexual part, and then the feast. Mm-hmm. There's not really like the sexual part, and then you know you wait until the baby is born. Yeah. You you just fucking kill him. Yeah, that's true. And. Rose comes in and claps back. She's like, yeah, of course there have been no survivors. Most women don't survive childbirth back in that day. Like, yeah. most people back then were killed for simple medical reasons that we can fix up now nice and easy. Which not, is a good point. Not good hand washing. Like <laughs> Literally. I mean, all of them were alive to see the transition from hand washing to not hand washing. Yeah. Or so. the other way. From not hand washing to, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we, we got that shit down and then we're like, never mind. Yeah. Oop. Sorry. No, yeah, no more hand washing. I that really like it gross. when my patients see how nasty and disgusting my white coat is. Yeah, that's kind of a symbol of honor. <laughs> so oh. Rose gets mad, and so does Jacob. And Jacob ends up throwing the dog food bowl at Rose and gets food in her hair, which is like really fucking mean. But yeah, like they they've been really antagonistic towards each other this yeah, whole time. Yeah, but like they've been playfully act- antagonistic. No, okay. no, aggressively antagonistic. Okay. I'm sorry, I've not made that clear. I didn't want to write all the dumb blonde jokes because I don't think they're funny. What does that even come from, though? I don't know. Like what? 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 Because it's also not men, too. Mm. Like, that's not a stereotype for men. So we're... The stereotype for blonde men... Is... Icky. Let me keep going. Blonde men with mustaches, don't trust them. Bella wakes up... I'm sorry, wait. If you're at home and you're blonde and a man, shave your mustache. If you have one... Yeah, honestly, like, if you want women to trust you, you've got... I'm sorry, you've got to shave your mustache. It's gotta go. It's gotta go. Full beard or nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be... It can't just be a mustache. You have to go full mustache and beard, hold the works, and... And you just... You gotta... I'm sorry, those... Those are the rules. Bella ends up waking up after he hits Rose with the food bowl. Yeah, that would be a little bit distracting. Yeah. And, you know, they start gabbing, and Bella says that the baby reminds her of Jacob, which pisses Bell- him off, because what doesn't piss him off? Yeah. Uh, but Bella says, like, no, 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 it's more like in the growth spurt aspect. Like, this baby is growing up like it's no one's business, just like you were. Like, every single time I saw you, you were a different height, and now you're six fucking seven. Like, yeah. And Carlisle's talking to... Um, them and he's like I think the baby and like Jacob are very similar types of creatures and I would love to do science stuff on them and then give me your piss give me your blood (laughs) yeah Edward and Carlisle start to like talk about this kind of stuff but Bella and Jacob just chill and they're like okay what the fuck are they talking about give me your piss give me your blood and Jacob's comes 
comes to yeah, oh that would work too for some, for some samples jacob comes to the realization that if his teeth are strong enough to tear through the vampire through vampires the babies might too and that is how jacob realizes how they're planning on getting the baby out what yeah. do you mean they're gonna rip her open with their teeth why would they do that they can't get into the amniotic sac it's like their skin. Yeah, but up until then. They use a scalpel up until then. Yeah. And then they do that. All right. You're good. Can you just... Question. Okay. For During a C-section, can you just take the whole amniotic sac with the baby in and out? Well, I think at that point, hasn't the water broken? Usually. Yeah. So I've they call them mermaid babies, and they're very rare. I think this one will survive the operation. I think this one will be fucking fine. Yeah. <laughs> this demon baby will be chill. Yeah, out of all the mermaid babies, this one's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's apparently what they're doing. Okay. Chapter 16, Jacob wakes up and heads out, and they do a run to make sure it's safe for the Collins to go hunt. Um, they realize that Edward and them are safe to travel, and Leah and him talk. And Leah's like, hey, seriously, I have to have a, a serious talk with you. She's like, I really think you're a good alpha. I want to thank you for everything that has happened since I've... It's been like two or three days. You're like a very strong, super buff alpha man. Super bu buff, strong alpha. That Like, he gets all the women he wants, really. Except for Bella. But he's a big, strong alpha, and alpha, big, strong, and... So good and strong and big and alpha. She thanks and him. Shut big. up. <laughs> she thanks him for being kind enough to let her stay around and being nice to her. And he's like taken aback by all this. And ultimately she's like, I would like to stay with you after everything is done at part of your pack. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I would love to stop changing as soon as I possibly can. Yeah. Seth hops in. He's like, I want to stay too. And Jacob's like, what the hell? This pack is not a pack. Like, we have one mission. And then after that, we're done. And I'm going full wolf mode. And I'm leaving. Seth has to graduate high school. And Leah's like, I agree with you. I was on my way out. Like, I was going to try to leave the pack as much as I could before, like, this has happened. Did Jacob finish high school? No. Not yet. Okay. Well, he's not planning to because he's going wolf mode. Yeah, so he's not planning. He's planning to go wolf mode. And Leah's like, I was planning on heading out as soon as possible. Jacob's like, okay, like, I'm hearing you. Please give me some time to think about it first. Is it because it fucking sucks shit for her? Yeah. You think that's why she doesn't want to be a werewolf anymore? Mm-hmm. And Jacob thinks about it, and Leah's kind enough enough to not, like, interrupt or think about her own stuff too much. And after Seth goes to sleep, Jake and Leah talk. Jacob and Leah talk. And he's like, you might not want to stay with me after Bella's gone because I'm going to be a fucking wreck. Like, my thoughts are going to be disgusting. Yeah. And also, she's like, go ahead. Also, is Leah the only per only werewolf that has tried to control their thoughts before? Because mm -hmm. this is the first time hearing of it. Yeah, I think so. Um. I think she's a lot more cognizant of everybody else's fucking emotional needs because, you know, she woman and women are only allowed to do that yeah. via Stephanie Myers. I know plenty of women who are not not cognizant of emotional needs. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Leah says, like, my thoughts are really bad, too. Like, you've heard them. I would rather be in yours. Yeah. And they joke about Rosalie. And Leah ultimately says, like, I get Rose's perspective. And Jacob's like okay i don't want you and she's like no no give me fucking five minutes to explain this to you i understand being a genetic dead end so now we're going to talk a little bit about like infertility and stuff and how mm. that's affecting leah and rose and i'm gonna say i've never experienced it but i've heard that it can be devastating if you do want a child yeah if you have wanted a child mm -hmm. or haven't even had the time to really think about wanting that yeah so Go ahead. Like, e even for... It's it's worse for women. Yeah. Like, um, societally worse, like, and, like... Yeah. It's just... There's a lot writing yeah. on it, on your ability to have a child. Yes. Um, but it's, it's bad for men, too, and it's just, yeah. like... 
like you can go your whole life without um like even thinking about wanting kids and then you learn you're infertile and it's a huge blow yeah devastating and i mean leah's young she's what sam's maybe 20 so she's maybe 21 to 19 to 21 that age range yeah but she was with sam for a long time so i'm sure they had discussed the possibility of having children yeah or at least i would hope so since they were planning on getting married yeah but yeah we're gonna talk about her for a little bit so she says that like when she joined the pack none of the boys would bother dealing with her female stuff all the boys were like full-on panicked when she joined the pack. They didn't want to listen or focus on her. They didn't want to, like, even acknowledge her, which is, like, horrible in and of itself. Like, that's not a way to treat somebody. And a very cool way to handle your problems, too. Super awesome. Um, They didn't want... Okay, so she figured out that within, like, a month or two of becoming a wolf... That her body was no longer following normal patterns, which means she was no longer getting her period through a monthly cycle. And this to her, like, meant that she probably couldn't get pregnant. Because it's tied to the moon. You're horrible. <laughs> and she was devastated by this information. Yeah, it was A lot of people would be, you know, some people are totally fine when they find out they're not able to get pregnant. It is what it is. Yeah. But she, Leah, was devastated. And Jacob was like, he doesn't really know what to do. And Leah's like sitting there and she, she's like, do you know why Sam thinks we imprint? And it's to, the thought is to carry on the superior genetic line, which is eugenics. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. She then says that if she was any good for that, Sam would have imprinted on her. Mm. Therefore, her conclusion is that she cannot pass on the genetic line, which is she brings up. Rose again, and she's like, I understand why Rose would act the way she is right now. Yeah. And this, again, dis- disgusts Jacob, and he's like, what? he says, since when are you a breeder? Whoa, dude. Comes out of fucking nowhere. Dude, that is not a cool thing to say no. during someone's infertility talk to you. But Leah, like, comes back, and she's like, all I want is to have the option. Yeah. I would most likely do the exact same thing Rose is doing, just as Rose would do the same thing for me and as she would do the same thing for Bella. Mm -hmm. You know, if any of the three of them were pregnant, Leah feels confident that the other two would react in the same way. Full support, yeah. So he's mad at this, which I thought that was very adult for this book. Like, that's a freaking heavy discussion. Yeah. And the only, like, good discussion of a heavy topic yeah, so I mean, far. Uh, of course, Jacob gets mad and goes back into human mode because he doesn't want to even think about their conversation, which is really annoying because, like, Leah just put her whole fucking heart on the table. Yeah. Her whole life story. Mm-hmm. But he already knew is the yeah, thing. Yeah. He couldn't have not known this because he's been in her thoughts since she turned into a wolf. Mm-hmm. And experienced this with her. mm -hmm, Experienced this with her, but he had been ignoring it for so long. Yeah. Just like they all had. Which is, I know, it makes me really upset. Yeah. But Alice greets him at the house, and the day is early, and even though Bella's asleep, she's actually, she should be asleep. She's upstairs getting another x-ray, because they thought there was a possibility of her pelvis being broken. Oof. But it wasn't. That's a hard fucking... Yeah. bone to break like yeah. not even like one it's hard to break mm-hmm. if you're uh, healthy she's not right now but yes i hear what you're saying but um it's also just fucking like it's an intense bone to break yeah yeah injury yeah um when bella comes back down she's excited to see jake as usual usual and jake's and jake informs carlisle that he's good to go hunt um, and everybody goes but Rose and Edward. Jacob kind of makes fun of Rose and Bella and gets a little fussy, but Bella doesn't want Jacob to leave. And both Jacob and Edward are pissed about this, like not wanting him to leave. But like, literally, who cares? Yeah. But then out of nowhere, Edward's like, what'd you just say? And everyone's like, nobody said anything. We're all being silent, dude. And he's like, Bella, what are you thinking right now? And she says like, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, you can realize he's hearing the fetus, the baby. baby. And it's actually the first time he refers to the fetus as the baby. Hmm. 
Well, they they have a very distinct like some of them are calling it the fetus and some of them are yeah. calling it the baby, which. So once he knows it's a person, he's calling it the baby. Yeah, and he's like, Bella, keep talking. It really likes the sound of your voice, and he likes is translating, and which I think is super sweet. Yeah, and you know, Edward's like the baby's really happy, and Bella's gleaming with happiness and starts crying, which I would do. Yeah, if you were like, hey, here's the, your baby's thoughts right the now. The baby that's killing you, she's aware it's killing yeah. her. She's like, the baby's happy and it loves me. Oh, my God, that would change my life. Yeah. Bella then calls the baby EJ and Edward's like, who the fuck is that? And she's like, oh, like, if it's a boy, I was going to name. Here we get to the names. Yeah. I was going to name him Edward Jacob. And then that's if it horrible, was a girl. Horrible name. I was going to call him Renesmee. Again, another horrible name. Oh, yeah. Both. Okay. First, first, Edward Jacob. What? You're yeah. making this baby a junior? Um, and second, you're naming your baby after your, your fling? Yeah, your BFF who's in love with you, but you and you love him, but not enough. Yeah. And then Renesme. Renee and Esme. I honestly do think it's a pretty name, but it's such a fucking mouthful. Yeah. It sounds like something like somebody would be named in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah. And I do think it's a pretty name. And I'm a big fan of non, what it's called, non-traditional names. But it is a mouthful. And I can't spell it right. It's got two E's at the end. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Okay. Edward says the baby adores her, loves her. And Jacob gets mad because he was relying on Edward to hate the baby as much as he did. But now that Edward could hear the baby's voice, he feels betrayed because they're like a big family again and they're all cuddly and lovey. Oh my God, Jacob. I know. <laughs> so Jacob gets mad and Edward throws him a set of car keys and as- and tells him like, y- you should probably get away from this situation, which is big of, of Edward, you yeah. know. So Jacob gets mad and he gets in the car and he's like, oh shit, like I'm so mad. But like, this car's fucking cool as hell. Is Volvo? <laughs> no, Volvo's- it's an Aston? What the Wait. fuck is the point Let if it's not a Volvo? It. Let me get through it. It's an Aston Martin Vanquish. I guess that's a cool car, but it's not a Volvo. It's not a Volvo. And he's excited to be in this car, but he's mad. So he's driving like a crazy person, and he's like, I'm tr- he's turning south, and he's just trying to get away. He decides to drive to the most crowded spot he can think of because he wants to imprint on a woman and make all of these pains and thoughts go away. Cool. Cool idea. Cool incel yeah, very incel vibes. Um, one girl approaches him, and she's like, hey, I really like your car. And she's, like, really cute. But Jacob is not having any imprinting or, like, any other feelings from her. But he, like, he like wishes he did because, like... Sorry, I don't want you to be the mother of my children. Get away from me. <laughs> yeah, my, my instincts are saying you're not allowed to be the mother of my children. Sorry. Yeah. He then decides, like, after this that he is going to let Leah vibe with him because he understands how hard it is to love somebody who doesn't love her back. I would like to, again, remind everybody that Jake is 17 years old. Yeah. Oh, what was me? Leah has actually been in a long-term relationship with somebody who, out of nowhere, from her perspective, fell in love with her cousin. Yeah. Her best friend and cousin. And then her cousin was like, yeah. Yeah. Even though she tried not to, she did. Yeah. Well, hey, she got a fucked up face out of it. Am I right? <laughs> well, that's what Leah, what that was Bella's response. <laughs> um, where am I? He heads back to town and you can see like the other wolves on the side of the road. They're like really scared for him. And Edward is there waiting for Jacob in the garage. He has a few things to say. He says Leah's in trouble. And if Jacob can't control her, they will ask her to leave. Apparently, okay. while Jacob was gone, Leah faced and yelled at Bella that she and J- Edward believed she was unnecess- unnecessarily harsh by telling Bella that she needs to let go of Jacob. But Leah was saying things that were uncalled for from Edward's perspective. And Jacob's like, whoa, like, that's insane. Like, I'll talk to Leah, but I won't use my alpha mode on her. Mm-hmm. And Jacob wants to talk to Bella but starts thinking about the baby and Edward is happy because apparently the baby has remarkable mental development Uh, maybe because it's growing at a billion times the rate of a normal baby yeah the baby has a sense that it's hurting Bella and it doesn't want that okay and Edward is anxious because Carlisle's not home yet and he's like the baby's really developed I'm trying to like persuade him to deliver the baby as soon as he's back Like, we don't, it doesn't have any more room to develop. Mm -hmm. 
And you grew on a toddler there. Honestly. And Edward has changed his mind because he believes Bella will survive this as well. This is going to be kind of hard, these next couple, this next chapter and a half. What are we talking about? The, the delivery. Okay. Which is just harder for me, just because I feel her pain. I've never delivered a baby, but. Well, you delivered a kitten. That's true. I did deliver a litter of kittens. Yeah. One of them almost. The mom gave up on one of them, but I wouldn't. So yeah. she survived, which was nice. And she got adopted. Yeah. What was her name? Grateful or something like that. I forget. We called her Gray Kitten. Gray Girl Kitten. Great girl. When you have like more than four cats, you're like, yeah. uh, whatever color you are in gender, that's probably what I'll call you. Yeah. It so. sucks when there's like, because we had a litter of all black kittens. Oh, our sweet boys. Yeah. And all of them were boys. Yeah. And then we actually had to learn their names or some shit like but that. They were cute. The pastry babies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Edward says he's very sorry for Jacob's pain. And that honestly, like he feels really strong that Bella will survive. Edward then asks Jacob, who is technically the rightful elf of the pack, he says, I'm asking you permission as Ephraim Black's heir. Can I change Bella? I want our alliance to survive. And Jacob can't even respond with words, and he just, like, thinks, blah, blah, blah. But Seth shows up, and he can tell Jacob's upset. And Edward says, like, to Jacob that Seth has the most purest, kindest, sincerest minds he has ever heard. I'm like, stop. Seth just vibing. He's so sweet. And he was played, um, I, his name is Boo Boo in real life. Um, Adorable name. Love it. My light. Let's see. His name is Boo Boo Stewart. And he's really cute. But he was in uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, which is one of the reasons I stopped watching. What? Um, the X-Men movies. Yeah. What was, who was Days of that? Future Past. I don't know who he was in there, but he's just a sweetheart. Do you remember him from the movies? Can you see the picture yeah, on my I screen? Bet. Yeah, yeah. Sweetheart. Um. Okay, where am I now? <laughs> so Jacob finally has the right of mind to realize that Bella will still be Bella when she's a vampire. Duh! Gooey-gooey. Duh! And grants Edward permission to change her. And, you know, they're hanging out in the living room. Bella realizes she wants more to drink. And she's like, no, no, guys. Like, it's okay. I'll get it myself. And she ends up dropping her cup. And she bends down to pick it up, and then there's this horrible ripping sound from the center of her body. And she falls limp. And then she screams a scream of complete agony and vomits a fountain of blood. Yeah. 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 If the baby was like, hey, no warning, I'm out. Yeah. Um, Well, it's not out. Because chapter 18 is the delivery. She's looking completely unconscious, shivering. This is still in Jacob's perspective of her giving birth or having the child ripped from her uterus. No, her womb. It's not like vibing in her uterus. Anyways, she looks completely unconscious, shivering, spasming, and both Rose and Edward are like frozen until they like fucking kick it into gear. They get the morphine and they're worried because the placenta must have detached, which means the baby is now suffocating. Mm. And Bella wakes up and she can hear that the baby is suffocating. She's like, get him out. He can't breathe. Get him out. That's like her number one priority. Mm. And Rose takes over to get him out, but she gets too overwhelmed by the blood and has to leave. After Alice and Jacob knock her out. (laughs) Well, Jacob is like, good job for Blondie because she didn't fight back. She went to a frenzy, but was like, like, I'm fucking take me. Yeah. Then Jacob... How did, they, did they just literally punch her in the fucking head or... Well, Alice ends up, like, pulling her out of the room. Oh, okay. Jacob is ordered to do CPR while Edward is getting the baby out. And Edward performs an emergency C-section. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Why is CPR happening? CPR is happening because her heart is becoming fainter and fainter. They can all hear her heart. Oh, okay. They've given her morphine and um, Edward was worried... Like, he's like, the morphine hasn't kicked in yet. And she's like, get the fucking baby out of me. Um, also, for the people at home, CPR is not for shits and giggles. No. If you don't know CPR, don't do CPR. Yeah. But the baby, Bella knows the baby's dying, so she doesn't care about her own pain and suffering at this point. Yeah. So he's doing CPR to hope the morphine will continue through her bloodstream if her heart, like, gives out a little yeah. bit. Does that like, make sense? Yeah. So she doesn't go into enough pain that she goes into shock and dies. Yeah. Yeah. So Edward performs the C-section. He first 
and makes an incision with a scalpel mm-hmm. and then uses his mouth to open the amniotic sac. And he pulls out the baby and her name is Renesmee. It's a little girl. Have you heard about like the layers and stuff and how they I have. address each one? crazy surgery c-sections are the sawbones yeah if you haven't listened to sawbones and you're interested in medical history it's really good yeah you would say it's a misguided tour of medical history a marital a misguided tour yes you're right medical a marital misguided tour of medical history no that's still wrong um but yeah the the person who did it was either the person who created the cesarean section was either a transgender woman a transgender man or somebody who just knew that living in a man's world she had to be dressed as a man yeah, yeah. so she either mulaned it or was a transgender was a, man was a man yeah, yeah. We, we can't ask her she's dead yeah, so <laughs> okay anyways bella's like please let me see the baby and you know he gives her the baby and she holds her and she's like wow she's beautiful and then the baby bites her <laughs> uh, and then edward takes the baby back because her heart has stopped And Jacob is giving CPR. Rose is back and takes the baby. And then Edward pulls out a syringe full of his venom. And he just stabs it right into her heart. Wait, so they can milk. I don't know how, though. I literally cannot figure out how he got that. Like a snake. From what? Do you know how how you milk snakes? Yeah. I want you to stop saying milk snakes. Why? I don't like it. Um... But they, like, put a little elastic thing on a cup and have a bite it, and they inject venom into it. Yeah, I guess that's what happened. So, if your question was, can we milk Edward? Yes, is the But answer. not in the way you were probably thinking. But also in the way that you're probably <laughs> thinking, because there's a baby now. Yeah. Um, he orders Edward to keep going full on on the CPR, and Edward keeps giving her small bites at, like, pulse points, like, on her wrist, her whatever this is called. Elbow? Yeah. Well, you have to say it, Justin. <laughs> you can yeah, see me the, pointing yeah, at it. That's what I'm looking at. Um, and then all of a sudden, there's nothing. And Jacob is mad because she, she must be dead. And Edward is not giving up. But Jacob turns around and walks out slowly. He's like, peace. <laughs> he finds Rose, who has the murderer in, his, in her hands. She is still nursing it with blood. And Jacob is furious. Heat is going through him. He feels like he's about to change. He wants to kill the murderers, what he refers to the baby as. But he's being drawn to the baby. And he's like, yeah, my instincts want to kill this baby. And then he looks in her eyes. And they're the same color as Bella's. They're milk chocolate. And he's no longer burning with heat. He's glowing. Because he motherfucking imprints on this little tiny baby who just got ripped from the womb. And now there is nothing holding him there besides her, Renesmee. And as he has this realization, another one hits him, a new heart being changed. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know. I almost threw up and died. Why does Steph think that's okay? Yeah. Why? Like, why? Like, he could have fucked off into the wood for a couple months till where, like, she looked like she was whatever. 16. Yeah. Well, she takes about four years to reach an adult size. Okay. But, like, still. It didn't have to be right fucking out. And this then I, child is zero. Literally. And, again, thinking about how, like, Leah and Sam and all the wolves think that imprinting means you're going to produce the most, like, effective children, I guess. Yeah. Means that they're going to have kids. That is what imprinting is. Yes. So Quill imprinted on a two-year-old. So they're going to have babies. So they're going to have babies. And Jacob just imprinted on Renesmee, so a newborn, so they're going to have babies. Which also implies that Renesmee can have babies as this half-breed. Yeah. I don't like using the term half-breed. We're going to finish one more chapter. Because this next book is what it's called, is in Bella's perspective. Okay. So it's like um, another book that has books inside of it. Yeah. That's exactly what it is, What babe. am I thinking of? I don't know. Like, parts? No, there's, like, books that have books in them. I don't know. I don't know the words you're it's trying to say. It's a classic literature one. I Ew. just don't remember. Um, we start with another quote, and then a, Justin's favorite, a preface. A preface. I'm about to preface. It's an Orson Scott card quote. 
And I know I'm doing Ender's Game soon, but I want to note that here and now that Orson Scott Card is insanely homophobic. Like, and like a fucking asshole. You were telling me about this. I know, this. I know. But he believes that same-sex couples should not be married and that homosexuality is only a byproduct of child abuse. Oh my goodness. He is also a huge racist and not very fond of human rights. And Jesus he had this Christ. quote that made me giggle so much. I'm going to go over it a little bit more in our Ender's Game episode. His quote is, why do women think they need a vote? Literally. No, he wrote... Where is it? I really liked it. Liked oh, it or no? I really thought it was funny. You know how people are like, "I'm a fiscal conservative and a social liberal," yeah, or something lying. like that. Yeah, yeah, lying. But you know what I mean. Yeah. It, instead of that, but he, we know he's really racist. He has described himself as a moral conservative, <laughs> <laughs> which is like the least good way to describe your view oh on on morality, especially nowadays. Like. It's just funny to me. So he's not a Trumpster, but he did vote for Trump just because he was a Republican. Yeah, you know, uh, conservatives being the most moral people in the U.S. So I just thought that was a giggle, and I'll go over it more, but um, he's also Uh, Mormon. Also, if you're offended by us saying that Trump's a fucking moron, oops, leave. Yeah. You can go. All right. The preface is that they are going to die again, because when aren't they? But the Volturi are coming, and this time she's going to fight. They're coming? Oh, I'm going to punch you right in the, in the boob. Meow, 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 meow. Good cum joke. Chapter 19, she is in pain. Pain, 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 pain. That's all she feels. Wait, should we tell your dad that uh, the babies should not listen to this one? <laughs> Shush. Um, she's in pain. She feels like she's being cut in half, but she can't move. All she Because she's was cut yeah because she was cut in half yeah yeah. Yeah. and ripped in half and and she's got morphine going through her veins um this is just a lot of description but basically you know she remembers she was worried about the baby dying inside of her she's numb can't move all she remembers is that the baby is a girl and then she remembers that like nothing more than trying not to die and waiting for edward to keep her alive Mm. and you know she does die for a minute but then she comes back and the pain she feels second is the worst than anything she's ever felt because she can't move because of the morphine but not only that her mind is so clear that she can think of everything does morphine do that i don't know i don't think it, I don't I don't think think it has does. any paral- I don't think it does. paralytic no effects um the morphine was something that carla had tried with emmett and had theorized would work for reducing pain but bella's like it does not. It just makes me not thrash around. Yeah. But she's she's just like very glad in this moment that Edward cannot read her mind. It's like one of those things that like um what is it? Mm-hmm. Where they're like babies don't need medicine. They can't feel pain. No, they just can't tell you. They just can't tell you. Um Eventually, time starts to mean something again, and she knows her body is able to start moving because the morphine had gone away, but she's, like, she says she's, like, keeping her body in line because she still refuses to scream or move, you know? So she's now, like, controlling herself so much that even in this pain, she's refusing to move. Which is a response. Yeah. And pretty fucking good, might I say. She doesn't want to hurt Edward more than she already has, is what she's doing. Um... She overhears Edward and Carlisle talking about some sort of situation. The the imprinting is what it is. And Edward says he's going to wait for Bella to wake up because maybe they can do this without bloodshed. You imprinted on my daughter? You imprinted on my daughter? Um, That's actually like two chapters away. Oh, no. Alice comes in and says that Bella is almost there with them. She can see her a lot more clearly. That Alice is pretty fucking pissed to know that her own nature was handicapped because she can see her own kind a lot more clearly than she can see like humans or Mm. the half like werewolves and baby. Um, Why did they make Christian Stewart talk like that? I don't know. And ultimately, like the same way they made her play straight, like good try. Yeah, like also that's not like her voice at all. No. So they were like talk like this, yeah, yeah, feeding that. Bella's in so much pain; her heart is on fire. And Alice comes in and gathers the other, but Edward requests that the baby be kept away for now because so she doesn't, you know, fucking murder the baby Mm because she has blood in her. 
But then Bella can feel the fire reach her heart and her back arches non-voluntarily. And she's like pissed. She's like, fuck, it broke rank. (laughs) But then there's nothing, no breathing, no pain. And then she's finally able to open her eyes. So she's a vampire? She's a vampire. And that's where we're going to stop for today. What do you think? This shit just gets worse. I know. We it's, still have a lot to go It's through. surprising how it just keeps getting worse. I know. The imprinting on the baby is just like unnecessary. You didn't have to put that in. Like you fully didn't have to put that I in. I get writers being able to put weird stuff in, but it's not even like it's a real plot point, honestly. Because like the next things that happen, Jacob being imprinted on the baby doesn't matter. Change it, yeah. It wouldn't have changed the next outcome. Yeah. The only thing it changed is that instead of being a bitch baby and leaving is Jacob can now vibe with them still. Yeah. I would have been fine with that not happening. But you could also, like, figure out another fucking way to do that. Send Jacob to therapy or, like, have him have a change of heart like he did when he was old. So I'm like, wait, we can't kill Boa. Yeah. You were going to kill her that morning. Yeah. Or, like, make one of the wolves in his pack have such a strong emotion that yeah he can't, like, betray them or something. Like... So many cool things could have happened besides, like, you know, implied pedophilia. Yeah. And, of course, you know, Steph and the characters are like, it's not even like that. But it is, though. It because is, though. you literally said that the reason people imprint in your pack is to produce stronger babies. What the fuck? That's yeah. positive eugenics. Yeah. Like that. Okay, by positive eugenics, you mean... <laughs> No, uh, yeah, there's yeah. positive and negative eugenics. Positive eugenics is matchups of, like, people they think will create a more superior race. And negative eugenics is getting rid of people or sterilizing people you think yeah. do not count in yeah. that. So it's like how the Nazis killed the Jews. That'd be that negative eugenics. And then it would be Jacob like Jacob imprinting on Renesme is positive eugenics. No, it's like how the Nazis only bred superior children, quote unquote, yeah. would be neg- or positive, positive eugenics, yeah. so... Well, that's Wait, our did history. Did Nazi twice? <laughs> what? Weird. Nazis are kind of crazy. Um, okay, so that's what we're going to go through today, Justin. How are you? Like, I know that was a lot, but like, what are you feeling? Are you ready for the next couple of chapters? I'm ready to get done with this shit. I know. Me too. I'm, I really want to move on to Hunger Games, but we're, we can't just like leave not only us hanging, but like folks hanging, you know? Our- Fucking homies our, at our home viewer, that are listening our, no. right now. Well, maybe people view us on that. The... Would give us good kisses. Well, well I we'll mean, give them all good kisses as long as they're okay with that. And if you're not, like, we'll just like throw you an air high five. Yeah, yeah. Probably. you get an air high five or kisses. And I, I totally understand if none of you want kisses and all you want is air <laughs> high fives. But all right, so thank you so much for listening to us. We greatly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Follow we're, us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to do it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, go right ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, we're on YouTube at Reading Held Hostage. We're on uh, Instagram at Reading Held Hostage. Uh, we are on Twitter at Reading Hostage. Good job. And um, can shoot us an email. Yes. At Reading Held Hostage. Yes. Let us know um, if you want us to read something special. Mm hmm. Um, turn on your post notifications if you want. Ah. Oh, and tell Blue that you want to hear Harry us do Harry Potter. I want to do Harry Potter, but it's such a fucking commitment. This yeah. was four books, yeah, and yeah. we've lasted... This is going to be 20 episodes of Twilight. Yeah. So tell Blue you want Harry Potter so you can do it. I will eventually do Harry Potter, but we also want to thank the Cincinnati and Hamilton County Public Library... Um, yeah, they got our flyers up. Yeah, they got our flyers up. I also, you know, use the library to read. I don't own all these. I own a lot of these books, but I don't hold, own all of them. And, you know, go through, like, Libby, the OneDrive stuff. Mm-hmm. It's free, and it's better than giving some money to Bezos. So. And Blue does a lot of audiobooks through them as well. I do a lot of audiobooks. Um, and that's pretty standard throughout the U.S. I was looking at it and like... Audiobooks? Audiobooks are pretty standard in libraries now. Yeah, so if you want... You know, it doesn't have to be the Cincinnati, but your your public library near you, the app is called Libby. They're not giving yeah. us any money. I wish they would, but they're not. Yeah. It's L-I-B-B-Y and you can get like free audiobooks for, you know, the same amount of time you'd take out a library book yeah i mean if you unless you need to own a lot uh, audiobook forever 
It's perfect. It's it's yeah. yeah. So highly recommended. And thanks to the specifically the Cincinnati and Hamilton County Library yeah. for putting our flyer up. Um, and that's all I have to say. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, cream cheese is like butter, but cheese. Shut up about cream cheese. He tried cream cheese for the first time in a long time. This like two days ago, and I get a text at like three a.m. and he's like, "Cream cheese is like butter, but cheese." And I was like, "Okay." And then I dreamed about cream cheese when I went back to bed. <laughs> but this has been Reading Held Hostage. My name's Blue and I love to read. And my name's Justin. I, I, I don't really like it. Oh, jeez. Thank you. We'll see you guys next. Or we'll hear, you'll hear us next week. Yo, no, I'll, I'm going to fucking gonna see you. See and hear you next week. Bruno would like Blue's microphone to be a little bit closer to her face. <laughs> a little close, Bruno. Little, I think they can hear me all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, they said boy. it's not picking you up at the right level. Bruno, it is push picking that you. In. Come here. Hi. Should I sing the little song for the Bruno for, oh, the, the, for little, the end? Yeah, for the end. He's the... Oh, that's not the one. He's the Bruno, the baby Bruno. He's the handsome Bruno baby, the Bruno baby. He's the handsome boy. For everybody, our cat Bruno really likes when that he song really gets sung to him. Song. Okay, Bruno, I gotta get back to the podcast, okay?